0: Well, let's look at 3 John 2. We've been in a series called God Wants You Well. Of course, we've covered some other things as we fell led. You know, we've covered some other uh, topics. Um, you know, we're not locked in. We don't want to be religious about it if we start a series that, uh, you know, we're on a series till we get done. Uh, we'll, we'll know when we unhook. We're not going to exhaust everything the Bible has to say on any given subject. But, um, you know, after if we're led to preach on something else on a given night, we're not going to, well, no, I'm in a series. <laughs> What are we doing? You know, I know one um, one minister. So in uh, when we were at uh, third year, uh, when I took third year pastors group at Rama, they they made it on purpose small. I mean, so there was hundreds. The time I went there, I don't know if there was over a thousand people at Rama, or, or there was a, a, a good number, but there was hundreds at least and your normal classes, but the third-year programs, at that time, right before that, they started missions, school of worship, and pastoral, third-year, and they were all purposefully small groups so you could be very hands-on. And um, so we had 25-ish people, and we met in the same classroom. You know, normally the, the, the uh, students would move from classroom to classroom. We always met in the same classroom, got to know those people well, and all the teachers came to us. And they had just different things that they didn't do in the other programs. And, you know, like we, one of the classes was, I can't remember if it was Monday, Wednesday, and Friday or Tuesday, Thursdays, but basically we met in the morning and then we went out for that morning to a local church and just got to talk. If it was the pastor that would meet with us, the staff, get a tour, see how they did it, all types of churches, big, small, in between, all types of denominations, just got to see what do they do? How do they do it? And that was one of our things that we did, just really instructive, you know, you got to see. Well, we had another class that, all it was, and I believe that was Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, for eight weeks, they had a different minister, different pastor come in from somewhere and just share their heart, whatever they had on their heart, whatever they wanted to impart to us as students from their wisdom. They were there Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for three hours just speaking to us, whatever. And so I remember one um gentleman talking. He was a pastor, uh large church. And um he said, you know, my, my, my staff will get frustrated with me because I'll start a series on something. And he, um, you know, the series on, on such and such, but he goes, I'm a pastor. And so in the middle, I'll, you know, things will come up and I'm dealing with, with things and other things will come out. That aren't necessarily exactly on that topic. And they'll be like, ah, oh. so it's not this clear cut, like, topic, you know, four part series on X, because he said, I'll just, he's going with the Holy Spirit, covering stuff, because you're a pastor. You're dealing with what people need. You're not writing something, you know, putting something down that this is the end all be all on this subject. Thank God you can take things like that, but anyway. So it, we, we endeavor to be uh, led by the Spirit. Praise God. And so, um, even in these things, you know, you're not in a hurry, just do what God tells you that or what we're flowing with him and then we'll get done. I mean, if we're just trying to do something so we can say we spoke on this type of series or this many notes, what are we doing? I mean, are we flowing with God? Is God really ministering or are we just kind of, you know, uh, running a program? So praise God. Third John 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health Just as your soul prospers. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. That's what God wants for us, is to prosper in all things. Just as your soul prospers. we know, we covered this in earlier messages. I believe this is like number 11. You know, we'll get done when we get done here, as far as this particular series on healing. But we talked about that as, as your soul prospers. It's saying to prosper in all things and be in health as your soul prospers, where your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. So as you hear the word, as you understand the word, and you're able, see, when, when that happens, faith comes, and then you're able to put it into practice, so then the rest of your life changes. We are walking in today, we're walking in the things of God to the degree that we've understood understood them and applied them. And you, it doesn't, it's, not, it's not correlated to how many messages you've heard. It's how many messages register and then, that we understand. And then by understand, it's going to get into our heart, and then you can actually apply it. In other words, you could just keep hearing something, but if it's not something, you know, well, I've heard that for 30 years, has it registered? Have we, it's where our mind is. And sometimes we have to change the way we think. I would say all the time we have to change the way we think. We're all doing that. We're all coming up. And and what are you changing your mind to? What God's Word says. We have to get rid of religion. And yeah, there's religion in every area. Like, you know, what religion is is just man-made doctrine and philosophy that's not God's truth. And like it or not, every group, if you get around in a group of people enough, if you're not careful... There can be religion that slips in it. And what that looks like is, well, we do it this way. This is always the way it happens. And if it's not based, it's not that that couldn't be based on God's truth, but are we doing it based on what God is actually doing at that time? Are we, it's a certain time of service, uh, a certain time in the service, so we do this. Not not that you can't have structure, but like at this time in the service, you know, there's been services, uh, you know, people give this example like in... um, uh, past, nothing to do with here, nothing to do with anything, you know, but somebody does something at a certain time in a service, you know, starts singing or or whatever, not really led by the Spirit of God, but just, well, you can have religion like that. But if it's truly God's truth, um, that will displace religion, that will displace some of these things to where we start thinking right, biblically Taught instead of religiously brainwashed. Does that make sense? Second or third John two in the NIV says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. So it's God's will that we are healthy and strong and healed and whole. We have reread also John 10 10. Just read that briefly. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. Talking about the... It applies to the devil, but could be talking about other things. Anything that's a thief. Sickness is a thief. Sickness steals, it kills, it destroys. Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So that's why Jesus came, is that we have life and have it more abundantly. Well having an abundant life includes just having a healthy body. You know, somebody said if you have your health you have everything. Well, if if you have if you know God <laughs> first. If you have health and you're going to hell, no. But if you know God and you're saved, on earthly things, not talking about spiritually things, health is pretty much at the top of the list. Right? You're not I mean relationships, yes, but you know you're not going to be able to enjoy relationships if if you're going to be dead soon or you're you know, you're sick or you can't talk because you can't, uh, you know, you're, you're so um, sick that you can't move, you can't see. Well, that's, that's going to affect everything. So God wants us to be well. So I want to talk to you this evening, and, I, and we, we will go over into a, another um, message. We won't be able to, to complete this tonight, but um, we'll see at least one more. But I want to talk to you about receiving healing by faith healing by faith, because there are a number of ways that you can receive healing, and thank God, God didn't limit us to one way, um, as far as, there there are gifts of the Spirit, that that work, you know, uh, that are as God, um, as the Holy Spirit wills, and um, the, the believer does not initiate that, but you can at any time initiate it, uh, a by believing God, by believing what he said. So you don't have to wait for him to do something. We can believe. And there are a number of ways just within that. We're not going to really teach on this, but just throwing it out. I mean, the high, the best way is to receive God, receive what God has for you for yourself, to know the truth, to act on it and to receive. But there are a number of ways you can be healed. The laying on of hands, you can be healed through the laying on of hands. You can be healed by the prayer of agreement. You know, we'll read, you can be healed by anointing with oil. You can be healed um, just through a number of, of different ways, but you know through somebody else's faith joining with yours through the prayer of agreement you know you joining together through your own it it all has to do with where is somebody in their faith walk and God has made it so that there's there's a place that they can come up that's why it's so important to be part of a local body like this because you know, you you want to be around other believers uh, of like precious faith. It may be that you need agreement on something that your faith just isn't there. You need agreement. If you're a husband and wife praying, the prayer agreement is so powerful. But you may be be, be able to be there for someone else. Don't always think it's just about you. You know, you may be the person that you're able to to um, join with somebody else to get something that they need. So let's look briefly at a few scriptures we've, we've looked at in getting into this. Romans 10, verse 8. So praying uh, or, or believing God, receiving healing by faith, is something that any believer can do. Verse 8 says, What does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so we've read this verse i just want to read a few verses just talking about faith in general because this is how faith operates notice in uh Verse 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So you believe in your heart something. Here it's saying you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead. This is talking about salvation. So how do you get saved? Do you believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead? You confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus or confess Jesus is Lord. That's how you're saved. Verse 10 says... For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. One believes with your heart, you believe unto righteousness, with uh, the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you can put anything in here and it works. Anything that God has said in His Word works the same way. You could say, with the heart one believes unto healing. And with the mouth, confession is made unto wholeness. You can use it in every area, but it applies to healing. See, it's with your heart you're going to believe. It's not with your head. When we say heart, we're not talking about your blood pump, the physical organ. You can't believe with your physical organ any more than you can believe with your hand or your foot. It's just flesh. When you're talking about the heart of the man, the, the Bible talks about the spirit of a man. We're three-part beings, spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit is the real you, your body, we're all familiar with our body, and then your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. But you don't believe God with your soul, you believe God with your heart. That's really important because you can believe God with your heart and still have doubt in your head. Thoughts can come to your head saying, there's no way this will work, but your heart can be fully hooked up with God, and what you believe in your heart is what's going to go. You can cast down thought, and you can ignore doubt in your head because some people think, well, I have a a thought of doubt. Oh, I'm doubting it's not going to work. That's not true. Satan will try to attack your mind with doubts, but only if you let it derail you so you stop believing is it going to affect you. So it's important to understand. So when we're talking about receiving uh, healing by faith, then we're talking about believing with your heart. We're talking about receiving in your heart, believing uh, what God has said concerning healing in your heart. And this is how that we receive from God. Mark 11, verse 22. Again, we read these verses, but just kind of going over them uh, in relation to what we're talking about here. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, now notice he said, have faith in God. Now he's talking about what does that look like? Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, notice it says, whoever. Everybody say, whoever. What does that mean? It means whoever. (laughs) Anybody. Whoever does this means there's no other qualifications, right? None say you had to be a Christian for 15 years. Don't have anything to do with it. Doesn't 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 say you have to be from a certain ethnic, you know background. Doesn't say you have to have a certain amount of money in the bank. Have a certain number of, you know, connections on LinkedIn, certain number, certain number of friends on Facebook, certain number of followers on Instagram, half of which you know they're bots anyway, but whatever. No, it says just whoever. Whoever believes, whoever, here it says, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart. Notice where it's talking about the doubt. Don't doubt in your heart. You believe something. It says, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Verse 24, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, Believe that you receive them and you will have them. Believe that you what? Receive them and you will have them. Notice both of these things. Now, this is talking about saying and praying. Faith will work by saying and it will work by praying. But if you pray it, you still have to say something. But it will work either way. Notice it says this. Verse 23. For assuredly, that I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, what could the mountain be? The mountain of of sickness, mountain of debt, the mountain of uh, you know relationship issues or or whatever. But the mountain, the, the problem in your life. So this is one way. We've been talking about the power of words on Sunday. Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart. Notice this, but believes that those things he says will be done. Notice you're saying something, and then it's going to happen. Doesn't say. You know, it says something and it's it's right there. It says it's going to could be 30 seconds later, could be a little bit later. But you're believing that's what you say will happen. Okay, so that's one way you're receiving by faith. You're saying it. You're declaring what God said. Then in verse 24, it's another way. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray. Now, when you ask when you're praying, notice it says how you're supposed to ask. It says, believe that you receive them. What? The things you are asking for. Believe you receive them and you will have them. So you, you're not just asking, you're not begging God to do something. You're believing that you receive what he said. In this case, you could talk about healing. You believe you receive healing. Doesn't mean it, you believe that, you're, that everything's changing immediately. It means that you believe that you've received it that's a that's a big difference you believe I believe I've received it that means i've taken it kind of like this if you've ordered something online and you check out and you're done, do you believe it's on its way? Whatever you ordered is on its way in other words, you could say it's done. is it here no, but it's coming. know we're in a restaurant we're having a um one of the the young adults things you know, down at Guardy's restaurant and they have online ordering and you go and order your food and then you submit it. It's just a matter of time. The food's going to be there. But at that point, hey, did you order? Yeah. Or I ordered. It's coming. So in one sense you say, I got it. Well, it's not here, but if I have faith in the process, it's going to show up momentarily, right? We have that much faith in a natural process. Well, that's easy. It's it's the same thing with God. If you do what he said, then you're saying it's going to show up. Well, I don't see it. It's coming. See, notice what it said. It said, believe you receive them and you will have them. Believe you receive them. Believe that you take them. Believe that you've ordered it and then you will have it. But what if you stop believing that you receive it? Well, I don't see it. I don't know if it's working. Then you stop believing. That means you don't have it. Because you stop believing it's not going to happen. It's like you canceled your order. Well, I don't have it yet. Where is it? You know, you could be one of these people who gets in the face, goes up to the counter, and be like, Where is it? It's coming. You just ordered it a minute ago. Give us a little bit of time to prepare it. I don't see it. Where is it? Forget it. I cancel it. Okay. You know, that's the way people are with God. Sometimes people we say, maybe some of us sometimes just, just look straight ahead. Just look straight ahead and be like, God, where is it? I don't see it. What's going on? It's coming. Forget it. It doesn't work. Just canceled it. What are you going to believe? You're going to believe until it shows up. Well, I want to na- See, either believe it or not. This is the way faith works. You're, see, faith is that you believe something before you see it. It's not, it's not empty. It's not blind faith. It's based on something. Yes, it is. It's not you made something up and just decided to believe it, it's based on something. If we if we put in an order for a product, you're based on the fact that there's a reputable company that when you put your information in and hit order, that it's going to be shipped to your house. It's based on something, and you better watch it. If you they're not reputable and you're just throwing your stuff out, it may or may not show up. Well, is God faithful? Is He reputable? Does it work or not? Well, then when we when we believe we receive, then we just believe until. See, once you get to believe you're going to believe until then it'll show up because you're not going to be moved. As long as you stay in the realm of it's not there yet, it's not. Then you're you're walking by sight. Somebody said, well, it's not working. How would you know it's not working? Because I don't see it. Well, then you're walking by sight. You're not walking by faith because faith says it's done before you see it. As soon as you start saying it's not done because you don't see it, means you're walking by sight and not faith. So you've stopped walking by faith, started walking by sight, and then this doesn't work anymore because you're, you're, not, you're not doing what God said. Amen. So it, it's, faith is believing something before you see it. Bible faith is believing what God said in spite of any contradictory circumstances. So you believe God. And as you believe God, then what He said will happen. Now, go, go to 1 John 5 verse 14. It says, now this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Notice that. If we ask anything according to what? His will. That means you know, somebody said, we just can't know the will of God. Yes, you can know the will of God. If He told us what His will is, then we can know it. We don't know everything that God knows, but what He has revealed, we can know it. And it's possible to know what He wants you to do in life, specifically, by His Spirit. You can seek Him, and He can reveal what you need to know, when you need to know it. Sometimes we want the whole map just laid out for us, for the rest of our life, everything that's going to happen that's not the way it typically works. He's going to show you what you need to know, and you're going to have to walk by faith, step by step. Amen. Amen. But you can know what you need to know. You're like, sometimes we're like, well, I want to know the next thing. But God has already showed you this step. Yeah, but I want to know what's coming next. But He's shown you this step. If you don't see... It's like you're playing checkers or some game where it alternates between two people. It's like sometimes we're waiting for God to move, but it's our move. And he's not going to move until you move, because that would be out of order. And we're like, yeah, but I want to see what the next move is. Well, go ahead and move. Act on what he already told you. Then he'll move. Then he'll show you. Well, you can know, He's always going to show you what you need to know now. And it will require faith, and you're going to have to act on it. But as far as what is in the Word of God, he's gonna, he, he has laid out what we need to know concerning His will, and we can act on that. If we know it's in the Word, then we know we can receive it by faith that it's true, and we can act on it. So concerning healing... If we know what the Word of God says, then we can pray accordingly, we can believe Him, we can believe we receive those things, we can speak out those things, and then we can see those things. See, the word God, and this is why we've, we're, we're going over these things in this series, early in the series, we're establishing the fact that it is God's will to heal. Because if you don't know it's God's will to heal, you cannot have faith for healing. You can't. You can't have faith where you don't know the will of God. F.F. Bosworth in in his book Christ the Healer said, faith begins where the will of God is known. Let me say that again. Faith begins where the will of God is known. You have to know what God said, otherwise you can't have faith, because faith is believing God. But if you don't know what He said, you can't believe Him. Otherwise, you're just going to make something up. It's the same with believing a person. You can't say, I'm believing so and so for something, unless they told you. For instance, if you just started saying, you know, you have somewhere to be on Saturday at 4 o'clock. If you started seeing, saying, I believe Pastor Jim is going to pick me up at 345 for my appointment at four. I believe it. I believe he's going to do it. I believe he's going to pick me up at 345 and we're going to, I'm going to get to the appointment at four. Question, did I tell you that? Because if I didn't tell you that, you quote-unquote believing something is you making it up. You can call it faith. You can call it whatever you want. You can say it from now until 345 on Saturday, but it's not based on anything. And that's what people do with God. They start just, well, I'm believing for this. What scripture are you standing on? Did He general scripture but then did he tell you something according to your spirit if it's nothing that's completely you know if you're believing for a certain job you better have uh, a leading by the spirit of god otherwise you're making it up it's the exact same thing now on the other hand if you came and asked me i have an appointment i, I don't have any way to get there um will you pick me up at three forty-five on saturday And I said, yes, I'll be there. I'll pick you up at 345. Now, what do you have? You have my word. Now, if you believe that I will keep my word, if you believe that I am uh, good for it, that I'm capable, then at 345 or before, you are waiting. And, And, you know, here's the other thing. If you truly believe that, You are not talking about it going, I just believe, I believe Pastor Jim, he's going to pick me up. He's going to pick, I know he's going to pick me up. 345, I know it, I know it. No, cast down doubt. No, he's going to pick me up. He's a good man. He'll pick me up. He said it. He's going to do it. I just know he's going to do it. No, I just believe it. What do you think? If somebody is doing that, you're thinking they don't, they don't believe him. I don't even know if they think what they think of him, right? Because if you believe it is as simple as, see you at three forty-five, and you come out, you know you're not looking out the window forever. Go, is he going to do it? Gonna, I don't know. Is he going to do it? What does that say? You don't trust. You don't believe. What if you really if. You know, you just put it to somebody else that you, you believe that it happens all the time. Will you pick me up at this time? What are you doing? You're coming out at the point in time you might get out there a little early because, you know, just because you want to be ready. You're there. Oh, here they come. You get, on the, get in the car and go. Right? That's faith in operation. That's human faith. Now, the thing is, I could get delayed. Something could happen out of my control that I, I hey, I can't be there. I can be there late you know, something legitimately interrupted because that can happen with people. With God, that won't happen. If He told you something, it's going to be just like He told you. Period. See, humans can fail. God will not fail you. That is faith. So if you know the will of God, see, the will of God, the Bible is Him telling you what His will is. He is telling you you know, it may not be, he's picking you up at 345, but he told you by his stripes, you by, by, my stripes, you are healed. So now you have his word to bank on. And if you, we believe it, then we do what he said. I believe it. I say it. That settles it. I believed I receive it. That's it. Well, you don't see it. That's not what I'm basing it on. See, I'm not basing what on what I see. I'm not basing it on the fact that I still feel it. That'd be like, at 3 o'clock, you're going, I don't see him. Where is he? I don't, I don't see him. They forget. Or, you know, you just go back to Thursday, Friday. Where, I don't see him yet. Where is I don't know. What are you walking by? Are you, see, we think that's dumb. It's not 345 on Saturday. Would you quit looking? Now, God, I'm not saying God has an assigned time. What I am saying is, you're going by sight. You're looking, going, he's not there. Well, number one, in this case, we have a timeline, so not perfect analogy, but you can't start going by what you see. God's not holding out on you. You don't walk by what you see, you walk by what he said. You go by what he said. And if he said, you're healed... Then you go by that. Look at, look at the rest of this verse. We'll read a couple. No, actually just jump down. Look at Exodus 15, 26. The last part of that. I am the Lord who heals you. We've read some of these in the past. I'm just bringing a couple of them up. Okay. These are the type of verses. If you didn't hear the earlier messages, go back and listen to them because we're talking about the will of God. That it's always God's will that He heals all. These are the ver- you, we need to hear that of what God's will is in concerning healing. You can't jump past that and believe God. What are we believing God for if we don't know what He said? We talked about you have to hear, hear and be healed. That's the first step. If you hear what he said, that's like him telling you, I'm showing up. I'm picking you up. I have healed you here. He said, I am the Lord who heals you. Another translation said, I'm the Lord, your physician. I'm the Lord, your healer. Okay. He told you something. Now we can believe something. Psalm 103 verse one says, bless the Lord. O my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. See, we're not we're just gonna to touch on a few. This is what we've been talking about is these things of what the word says now. We're talking about the mechanism where we have to believe that and how that happens that it comes into reality in our life. But if you skip over what he said, then we have no foundation for faith. We are at the point place for our situation, just like you making up that I'm going to pick you up when I never said it. And if you start saying, well, so-and-so said it, so I've heard them, so I believe it, it's not the same. It's got it has to come back to what God said. Cuz you're not believing a certain preacher. You're not believing me. It can't be because Jim said it's got to be. Jim said what God said, so God said. You have to cut out the middle. It for Bible faith, God faith, it's got to be on what God said. And if we're just like, yeah, but so-and-so had this testimony. You can't build faith on a testimony. Testimonies encourage you to use your faith. But it would be the same thing as if somebody told you, I got a ride from Jim three weeks ago. Well, I'm going to believe for a ride from (laughs) Jim. That's the same thing. Did he tell you? No, but I'm going to believe it. Further analogy, if I were this dumb to say, you know, if I, if, I, if I had it on my heart and I had the time and thought this was a good idea, if I said, whoever, whosoever, will text me whenever you want to go anywhere, I'll be there. If you had my word, then you could have faith. But if I didn't say that, and you're just assuming that I'm coming, you can't can't base faith on, you can't base on what somebody else got from me or from God. Now the fact is, God has said whoever, but you have to know what He said, not what somebody else said, and base faith. Faith only comes Uh, uh, by what God said. Bible faith. Comes by what God said. And based on what God said, now you can believe Him. You can believe Him from healing. So we have to know verses like this. You have to know that He heals all our diseases. That He is my healer. We have to know that. And when we know that, now we can act on it. Now we can believe something. If you flip back up to 1 John 5, verse uh, 14, what we were reading a couple verses before, it says that if we ask anything according to his will, his will, he hears us. If we, if, if it's a court, if we ask anything according to his will, well, what's his will. You got to know what his word said. You don't have to know everything. You just those two verses we just read. That's enough to get you healed. You can have one word from God and you know what? He's, he's able to heal. Just think about it this way. We're going to read, not tonight, but we're going to get into just some of these, these um, examples where Jesus healed people and he said something about faith or was implied something about faith that, that, that healed them. He didn't have a Bible to look at. Not like we do. They certainly didn't have it on their phone. They didn't have a personal copy like this. They were in scrolls, only certain people, they couldn't, and they didn't have the New Testament. They only had certain part, only certain people could see. They didn't, they didn't, couldn't reference and cross-reference all the stuff. Some people think, I just got to get this all. The thing is, you just have to know what God said. Because the people that you read about didn't hear necessarily things over and over. They heard it, they believed it, and acted on it, and it produced results. So don't make a religion out of it that, well, you've got to do it... Ex- yes, you have to get on the inside. What does that mean? You, you, it's got to be in your heart. You have to believe something. But don't make an arbitrary line that you got to cross. That's, that's works. That's with your mind. So look, at, it says that if you ask anything according to His will, He hears us, verse 15. And if we know that, He hears us. So if it's according to His will, we ask, we know He hears us. If we know He hears us, Whatever we ask, we know that we have the the petitions that we have asked of Him. Notice what it says. If we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have. What's that? Present tense, the petitions that we have asked of Him. But we don't necessarily see it, but we know we have it. Why? What does have it mean? You know it's coming. You know... In God's eyes, it's yours. Amen? But you don't necessarily see it, but as far as legally, it's yours. You have it. It's ours. And so we look at verses just like that. We get those inside. We look at what God has said. We look at what He has said according in healing. You having faith in one area does not translate to faith in another area because you can know all kinds of verses concerning relationships and how you're supposed to walk in love. That doesn't translate at all to you having faith for healing. There's lots of people that believe God's a loving God and that they can walk in love with their spouse and have zero faith for healing. Because they've been taught it's not God's will to heal and they don't know the verses, uh, uh, what God, the God's will, and they might even think it's God's will for them to be sick so they don't have any faith to be healed. How does faith come for healing? It comes by knowing God's will concerning healing. And then believing those what what he said, believing his will, acting on his will, and then that's how it works. Faith works in every area. That's how faith works for healing. And if we'll do what God says, then we'll get what God has stated in his word. Amen? Praise God.